0: Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujo, Mecca Page and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. We're so thrilled about tonight. Um, Mecca Shawn and I had the pleasure of experiencing a teaching from Amy Tyson at the Women's Business Bridge last year. We were blown away by her energy, her knowledge, and her message to us that day. It really resonated with us. She taught us about a time period in which a rise of women in leadership and the use of technology, among other aspects, would catapult us from a time of great change, can you relate to that, both in our personal lives and in the world, into a new era of being. I think we're all ready for that, right? So in New World Women, we say and believe that women are ready for better, better relationships, better futures for our children and grandchildren, better treatment of our mother earth, better financial abundance, better you fill in the blank. What are you ready for better, to be better in your life? By finding our hidden path to our guardians of destiny, Amy Tyson is here to support us in ways each of us can experience better for ourselves and for our world. Here's a little about Amy. Amy's name is spelled T-H-E-I-S-E-N and it's pronounced Tyson. She comes to Chinese metaphysics from a background in microbiology, technology, and science teaching. She was the director of distance learning at the University of Minnesota's Bell Museum of Natural History, where the program she created on the equivalent of an Emmy for science learning, Her work was rewarding, but it was very taxing on her health. So in 1999, she finally backed away to take care of herself and her family and established her home office. In 2004, she was introduced to feng shui through a series of serendipitous events. When her husband decided to opt out of a feng shui retreat that he had signed up for, she willingly took his place. After learning Western feng shui at this retreat, she knew there had to be more to the story and she began studying with, and Amy's going to have to help me with these um, names, I think it's Dato Joey, yep, is that correct? Okay. Um, Of the Mastery Academy of Chinese Metaphysics in Malaysia. In 2008, she earned her master's degree in both feng shui and bazi, is that right? Ba, bazi, destiny analysis, and continues to deepen her knowledge in other aspects of metaphysics. Today, women who are on a quest for success and happiness hire her to help them transform their lives and to find their joy. She is the catalyst that leads people to live their life destiny by design, connected beautifully to their own divine source. Amy provides courses, seminars, and consulting through her company, Infinity Life Design, located in the rolling countryside just outside of Minneapolis, Minnesota. She's a business owner, mentor, mother, wife, daughter, sister, and friend. She believes in the power of positive thought and the power of personal responsibility. Her guiding motto is, wait for it, she says, why not me? So welcome, Amy. We are so grateful to have you here. Everyone, if you'd like to unmute yourselves and say hello and welcome, (laughs) you can go ahead and do that.
1: Hi, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Hi, Hi, Amy. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome,
2: Welcome, (laughs) Amy. Hi, Amy.
0: Beautiful, thank you. So Amy, we've got our famous five questions for you. When you look back over your life, what's a gift, skill, or talent that emerged inside of you um, that it was something that you loved or that made you feel alive? What would you say that or those things were?
2: Uh, I, I go back to the, so I'm the youngest of three girls. Um, so I have an older sister who is a retired captain in the Navy. I have a middle sister who is a surgical nurse, and then there's me. <laughs> and everyone is like, "What do you do?" Uh, I always, I always looked at myself as someone who kind of went their own way, charted their own path, and listened to an inner voice more than the voice of what was going on around me of go to school, get good grades, get a degree, get a job, work hard, retire, and then I'll add, someday we'll die. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess that's really the gift and talent that I, I tapped into even at a young age where it wasn't so much as following the traditional paths, but listening to where I was being guided. And I always, 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 always knew that there was something bigger than me that was helping guide me to a place. I didn't really understand it. Uh, I, it's not like my mom or dad were supporting anything like that. I come to find out that my mom is very intuitive. She just suppressed it. Uh, so it, it it just was, I think maybe being the youngest allowed me to explore. <laughs> I had a little more freedom than my other two sisters. Um, and, and so they, I was just kind of left to read those interesting books that I found at the library that opened me up to the magic of, of life around me that wasn't just tangible and visible. That's
0: beautiful. That's beautiful. So um, what was your journey? Once you f- figured that out about yourself, and it sounds like you did that from a very young age, what was your journey to sharing that gift and the form that it took what was your journey to sharing that
2: with others was not an easy one (laughs) (laughs) i I took six years to get through college at three different universities i started at a private liberal arts college down in saint peter minnesota went down to big university down to university of texas changed my major then I changed my major again, came up to the U of M. So all of those credits didn't transfer. But I took my time going through. And if I had known now what if I didn't known then what I know now, I wouldn't have been so hard on myself and I would have studied something completely different. Um, so I graduated with a degree in microbiology, but I always knew I had a talent to teach and to share information. So I As you heard in my bio, I started at the Bell Museum of Natural History and I ran the distance learning programs. I kind of fell into that career. I I was talking to the Bell Museum about a TV show I wanted to do for kids about science and animals. And so we were writing and scripting. And they said, well, Amy, we've got this part-time temporary position open to run the distance learning program that Dr. Robert Ballard does. And I said, okay. And by the time that part-time temporary job was supposed to be done i had made myself indispensable i brought in fifteen thousand kids to the bell i'd raised all kinds of money i was then starting to develop this program side by side so i i know that it was just a stepping stone because all of the technology i learned all of the camera work i learned all of the producing work i learned i didn't know how i would use it in this career and you heard in my bio that the stress level got pretty tough so I was commuting an hour each way from western um, western edge of the city's outer 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 ring suburb. I'd had two miscarriages. Um, we had an assistant director that wasn't very supportive of the program I was doing, and I was just like, okay, this it's not worth my health. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I stepped away from that position and actually took a position with the the major arm of the Jason project. So I was working for the national company that I was running here in Minnesota. And it was when we moved houses that all of a sudden I'm just like, I'm kind of interested in feng shui. And I took a small community ed class out in Watertown. uh, And I thought, well, this was really interesting. I liked it. And then my husband bought me four books and then he backed out of a retreat. So I went. Uh, I worked with that individual who is from California for about 18 months. And then I moved into uh, the Master Academy of Chinese Metaphysics over in Malaysia. So it was a step-by-step process. And actually, the 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 technique or the, the information I'm going to share tonight was a huge catalyst for me. And I even teach this in my, my deeper classes on the topic I'm going to discuss tonight. And my sisters were in one of those classes. And I just shared. I said, you know, I was not a very happy kid. I and My sisters are both nodding like this. <laughs> They're like, she's not kidding. <laughs> I was, I was, I don't know if it was anger. I don't know if it was resentment. There was just a lot of stuff around me that made me very um not fun to be around. I would pout a lot and I would want things to go my way, trying to control everything. But it was when I started working with these guardians that all of a the sudden these shifts started happening inside of me and pieces started falling into place. My mind started expanding. I started getting different teachers coming in. So it, it, I really credit all of the studies I'd, I had done up in metaphysics. To learning about these guardians, because all of a sudden everything clicked for me, and I've had many clients share the same with me after they start working with their own guardians of destiny. So that that journey has been long. I mean, I'm am 53. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people do this stuff really young. <laughs> it took mm-hmm. me a little bit longer. I guess I'm just a slower person. I've got to process and figure it out on my own and and bring that twist to it. But that's, that's the journey. And the reason I wanna share this gift with other people is because I've seen the difference it's made in my life, in my marriage, in my kids' life, in my clients' lives. And I know that's why I'm here, is to help everyone understand that you get to choose all of the choices you make in life. And those choices are what designs your destiny and sometimes you just need to know which choices to make that are for your better, um, for your better and higher self, and that's what I. Mm. part
0: That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. So. It sounds to me like you really did listen to your own internal voice and internal callings and things through the way. One of the things that we hear women um, struggle with a little bit is their confidence. Once they find that gift that they want to be able to share with others, they may not have the confidence to do it. Do you have any words of wisdom for those of us who might struggle a little bit with confidence?
2: Uh, Yes, because that was me too. I actually had an old, my very first boyfriend when I was 15, 16 years old actually called me about, months ago and yeah I hadn't talked to him guys in like 15 18 years long time and he just called me out of the blue and he said you were always he goes I always knew when you got confidence you would be incredible and he goes I've been watching what you've been doing on social media and I have a question and I have a problem I think you can help me with and he just spilled what was going on so truly if you are given the gift of wanting to do something, uh, you're the one that gets that idea. Mm-hmm. And the universe, God, divine source, whatever you want to call it, gives you that idea and gives you the ability to follow through. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what I'm going to teach you tonight, if you work with it, will actually shift and build that confidence. In you. So that's why I think it's so important that I share this information, because it is, as you'll hear, we're not working with angels, we're not working with ascended masters, we are working with us and the divine God spark within. Mm. And it is what's going to shift everything inside of you. And you'll understand it when I start teaching it.
0: Beautiful. Well, you're up. Let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> okay.
2: That was a great transition. <laughs> All right. I love me, when it works like that. <laughs> let me share my screen. So you heard Don mention that they heard me speak over in Stillwater. And one of the things I was talking about was a major energetic shift that our world is going through right now. And the shift actually happens every 19.8 years. There are nine phases of energy, period one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And each one of them is roughly 20 years long. And what's happening now is we are shifting from the eighth period to the ninth period. And the the tipping point of when that transition started was in December of 2020. And if you'll remember, they talked about the Christmas star when Jupiter and Saturn came so close in alignment, it was a huge bright star in the sky. And they said it had been hundreds of years since that had happened before. The last time we had a period shift was in 2001 and the tipping catalyst was 9-11, so 9/11 September 11, 2001. So we've been through this before. Each period of energy brings in different types of trends that we will see. Now, each of us will live through in our most productive years, so our our working years, at most two complete periods. So period eight, period nine, maybe if you're really young, it's period nine, and then we'll go to period one, or maybe it's period seven and period eight. The period eight, which we're just leaving, it will end in 2024 and period nine will be in full force. So we're in this transition years right now, this is why we've got this roller coaster going on. Period eight was all about young men creating tech. So if we think back what happened the last 20 years, we've seen Instagram, we've seen Facebook, we've seen TikTok, we've seen Twitter, we've seen all of these things uh, in tech and all kinds of other ones developed. young men so period nine one of the trends so there's several of them and don mentioned some of them the rise of women technology is going to skyrocket so if you're not embracing technology now please start uh cyber security is another one but the one i want to focus on is and this is one we're going to be fully in place is 2024 the one i want to focus on is this one one of the trends that's coming, and you're already feeling it, it's why you're here, is that spiritual teaching, healing, and spiritual development is really going to accelerate. There are going to be so many people feeling the pull to seek out spiritual guidance. And if this is something that you do or can do or want to do, I highly encourage you to do it because then you will be in alignment with the period nine energy. Now, what I wanna talk about is aligned specifically with this coming trend, of spiritual teaching and healing and development. And it's on this concept called the guardians, these guardians of destiny. So I'm gonna introduce you to your divine Wi-Fi, your divine connection tonight. And we have to start with our own brain because our minds are very powerful. Our brain is super powerful. So I want to do a quick exercise with you. It is not a meditation. So I don't think we're going to do a meditation, although it's going to start out like one. So I'd like to invite you to close your eyes and just get comfortable in your chair. And I'd like you just to take a deep breath in through your nose, hold it at the top, take a little bit more air in, and then exhale it out through your mouth. I invite you to take another deep breath in, and then exhale it out through your mouth. And as you continue to breathe in, allow loving goodness to come in. And when you exhale, allow those distractions of the day to follow in. And as you sink in and relax, I want you to see or visualize a memory this bright yellow, perfectly ripe lemon. And this lemon is sitting on a table and you watch as I pick it up. And I hold this bright, bright, beautiful lemon in my hand and I bring it up to your nose and perhaps you can smell the lemony citrusy smell And then you watch as I set it down on a cutting board right in front of you. And I take a sharp knife and I cut that lemon into into four quarters. And maybe you see the juice spray and the lemon scent get stronger. And now I want you to visualize that you are picking up one of the quarters of that lemon and you are lifting it to your lips and you're biting into that lemon. Now you can open your eyes. If you are like 99% of the population, you had some sort of response. You either salivated or you shuddered at the thought of that lemon hitting your mouth. that is the power that our minds or our brain has in our life. And the interesting thing about our minds is that they wanna keep us safe. The only type of energy that brain or our mind knows is what it has lived through already. Okay, so it's, it's in that default mind of keeping us safe. So I want you to think of it this way we have a slumbering mind, this is its default mode. Read some of those uh, blurbs around the slumbering mind. do it tomorrow i need more data i have to research more more i'm too old i'm too young it's not possible it's too late so tonight is about understanding and expanding our mind within you heard me say that the recording that i grew up with was about going to school getting good grades graduate get a job work hard get married and then someday retire and someday die so what we're going to do tonight is learn how to start controlling our minds intentionally because our mind is a powerful thing and it will abuse and use us if we are not conscious and intentional with it because the most important battles are the one that the ones that are going on inside of you. So the question was about confidence. That's an inner battle. That's an inside game. So I'm going to introduce you to Qimen Dunjia. This is a metaphysics study. It is a way that we can awaken our slumbering mind by connecting in with our personal Wi-Fi. So what is Qimen Dunjia? It's a high-level divination system. It's actually the parent of feng shui, astronomy, philosophy and divination. Uh, It literally is translated into mystical door hiding the chief. It was used for war planning to see what activities created what outcome. The first emperor of China used QMDJ for short, or Qimen, to win many of the provinces that now make up China. And while other techniques of metaphysics, including Feng Shui and Bazi, use heaven, earth, man, the cosmic trinity, QMDJ adds in the component of G-O-D, guardian of destiny, just related to spirit, and that is infinite. Joey Yap, who's my teacher from the Master Academy of Chinese Metaphysics, translated a book by Sun Tzu called The Art of War. So some of you may have read this book. It's been translated numerous times, and it's a business book that a lot of schools require require reading in their business schools. So when he translated it, he found there were a lot of secrets inside of it on how to use chi men So when you ask for something as it's related to the guardian, guardian of destiny, in the location asked, you will always get an answer. So chi Men uses a technique for calculating time and space that's been present for the past 3000 years. So it can be compared to moments when miracle outcomes of action and events come together in unexpected ways. These were techniques that were closely guarded by the emperors in order to keep their empires safe. And the information is sacred and powerful when you use it properly and effectively. So tonight I'm introducing you to these guardians, exploring the spiritual qi-men concept. So to explain how they came about we actually have to go someplace far away from china um, actually to the ruins of glastonbury abbey these are in england and they date back to the 8th century and in 1908 the ruins were purchased for the purpose of preservation the bath and wells diocese trust commissioned frederick bly bond to to direct the archaeological investigation to restore or at least map the abbey's architectures. But because most of the historical information contradicted each other or it was just incomplete, he was really frustrated at his inability to make any sort of progress. So remember, in 1908, this was going on. So one day, Bond sat down with a scholar. His name was John Allen Bartlett. And Artlet proposed that they use an unorthodox method of automatic writing. I would call this guided or channeled writing. And it's where one enters a meditative trance, and then you let your hand automatically write, allowing the spirit realm to guide. I'm sure some of you have done this. They decided to do it as sort of a psychological experience. So they started attempting this writing And the question they posed every day was, what can you tell me about Glastonbury Abbey? And their pencils began to write. And over the months they were employing this method, they produced a deluge of information that provided very specific information about the abbey's lost architecture. When Bond was finally given the permission to start excavating, the knowledge that they brought forth in this automatic writing meant that every shovel full of dirt was precise. They immediately located a lost chapel, and most of the expectations about the abbey given in that automatic writing sessions were proven correct. He actually wrote about this experience in a book called The Gate of Remembrance. And as you can imagine, the Church of England was scandalized by his revelation, and he was immediately removed from the position at Glastonbury Abbey. (laughs) So with Chi Men, The ten deities or guardians were created this way by ancient sages and scholars to represent the spiritual energies and forces at work in the universe that influence the affairs of man the concept of the spiritual realm in qi-men is different from anything you may have encountered before though the word spirit or spirituality may appear to draw upon some religious notions qi-men is in fact non-denominational claims no affiliation with any religious or spiritual practice. The guardians have been named. I will share those names with you. However, you may name them what you wish. It does not change their realm of expertise. The name does not give them any different power. The name just makes it easy for us to share experiences about these guardians. The experience that you have over time with your guardian is yours alone. It is your personal experience. I've been working with the guardians for several years and I've deepened my level of understanding with them. And I did something much like the scientists did at Glastonbury Abbey. I went into meditation and I asked them to provide me with a way to describe what or who it is that they are. And here's what they said. The guardians are a piece of God's source that resides within you influencing life whether you believe or do not believe or whether you choose to use or not use. The secret is to begin establishing a relationship with your guardian energy and learn how to connect and direct the energy to work in your favor and on your behalf at all times. So easy to understand thinking, I began to think of the guardians as a spark in my heart center part of that central core that's connected all the way up to the highest spiritual connection, because that's exactly what it is, a piece of God within. Some call this Holy Spirit. So this is kind of big stuff here. And I've been told that it's like a silver thread that plugs us into universal divine spirit and our heart center. The guardian is that inner voice of our mind. It is not something we pray to, however. We do not pray to our guardians. It is not something outside of you. It is inside of us, working on our behalf, both here and in the spiritual world. It's in both places. It's our own spiritual Wi-Fi that we need to learn how to plug into, to turn on, and to boost the signal until our own spiritual Wi-Fi is attuned to the universal divine spirit at the highest level. I will invite you, if you have another technology piece, you can do this now, or you can do it after our session today, to go to my website. And it's just my name, Amy Tyson. And my last name is spelled like the word the, T-H-E. The word is, I-S, followed by an E-N. So it's amytyson.com, T-H-E-I-S-E-N. You'll scroll all the way to the bottom of the first page until you see generate my free Bosi chart. When you click that, you'll be asked to enter your email and your name, and you'll have to click one more button. That's kind of clunky right now. But eventually, this will come up. You're going to skip filling in that information and instead click access your chi chart. It's really simple once you get there. Access your chi chart. When you click that, you will enter your date of birth and the hour you were born. Now, it doesn't have to be to the minute. Uh, if you, even if you know if it was morning, afternoon, evening, or night, you can pick an hour. There's only two guardians that go through each day. So it's either one or the other, but it is hour dependent. So if you know your hour, even better. And when you click Calculate, this, you'll see something like this. On the left-hand side is what we call the Bazi chart. That's your Chinese astrology chart. And on the right-hand side is your qi-men information. And you're looking at two pieces of information. You're looking at palace of destiny and you're looking at guardian of destiny. So the guardian of destiny is one of those 10 guardians. The palace of destiny is a direction and that will be key as we learn how to work with your guardian of destiny when you find your guardian of destiny you write down the name and then you can say okay my guardian of destiny in this case is chief what is chief all about well i'll tell you in a second so you can just take some shorthand notes of each of the 10 guardians as i go through them today so that you know when you find out your guardian of destiny what their area of expertise is all about. So if your guardian of destiny is chief, you are considered having the guardian of guardians. It is very difficult for someone with the chief as their guardian of destiny to do anything underhanded. They're usually very upright. They always do things more for other people and let themselves suffer. If your guardian of destiny is nine heaven, You are like the person who can put puzzle pieces together. What you envision or think of can become reality because you can see the steps needed to take to make it happen. Nine heaven people can sometimes become workaholics. The nine Earth, as your garden of destiny, you're someone who's very kind, you're compassionate, you love caring for other people. I have found that... Quite a few high-powered realtors are nine Earths as their guardian of destiny. They have an innate sense of finding good property. If your guardian of destiny is black tortoise, you can just write down tortoise. You have the ability to sense people's feelings or sense what's going on. You're the person that walks into a room and goes, ooh, somebody's feeling kind of bummed out today. That's the black tortoise you can sense the feelings of other people. If your guardian is Phoenix, you are the one who is really good at arguing and writing and verbal dexterity. So you have mental strength, but you just don't really wanna argue with a red Phoenix because they always get the last word. If your guardian of destiny is Hook, you are someone who's very intuitive. You have a penchant for wanting to help heal people and you just simply know things. You don't know why, but you just know things. Things come easily to you. If you are a white tiger guarding a destiny, your physical strength, your stamina, your courage, you have high levels, you're very competitive. Um, really high level white tigers, I see become interior designers if they're women. If you're guarding destiny is harmony, you're all about making people people feel good in relationships, make sure they're comfortable, you unite people together. It's kind of like the Cupid of the guardians. And then Moon, Moon, you, you are the Wikipedia. You love to learn. You love to teach, you love knowledge, give you a good book and you're happy finding out more information. And then the last one is Snake. Snake has really good intuition you're the one that just simply knows the best restaurants to go to you can find great homes great properties and you can actually talk people into things that no one else has ever been able to do so these are the 10 guardians one of them is your guardian of destiny and like i said i invite you to pull your charts so you can see which one of those is yours Now, obviously, I can't tell you everything about these guardians tonight because we don't have the time. I have pages on each one of them, but these are kind of a high level notes on what their expertise is in your life. So the secret of connecting into your guardian of destiny and starting to fine tune your Wi-Fi, I will relate back to the movie, The Matrix. So if you ever watched the movie, The Matrix, uh, they put Neo in a chair and plugged him in at the base of his head. And that is exactly the secret point for connecting to your guardian. So where that little indentation is on the base of your skull and your spine, where that indent is, that is your Wi-Fi connection. So we are going to plug into your guardian of destiny simply by placing your back to the direction that was indicated on your chart in the Palace of Destiny slot okay? (laughs) Thank you, Marita. So you pace your direction, you place your back to the direction of your guardian of destiny, and your Wi-Fi is immediately synced in with that guardian. And I would invite you to just sit quietly with your back to that direction and invite your guardian to have a conversation with you. Again, you do not pray to them. You command them to do things for you. So if your guardian was harmony, Your commands would all be in the realm of people and relationships. Bring me the right people. Help me find the right relationship. Help me be introduced to X, Y, Z. So that's how you command your guardian. And what it does is begins to shift what's going on inside of you. So I asked the guardians for a message tonight that I could share with you about this information. And this is what they told me. They said, the next steps are yours. We are here awaiting your commands, we invite you to take the first step and we will launch you into action, bringing you miracles in the everyday that you might enjoy peace, harmony, and joy as you live and work in this physical world. Remember, we love you. Because as you work with the guardians, you will turn that slumbering mind into an awakened mind where anything is possible where you begin to say, why not me? Where you access that courage, where you find that clarity and you start to say, I am possible. I'm starting today. I am guided. I am blessed. I am ready. I am loved. I'm living my life to its fullest. And I'm creative. So I thank you for being with me tonight. And I hope you all enjoy learning about your guardian and destiny. And I can't wait to hear what they have in store for you. Thank you.
0: Beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. That is just beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know you'll have many people wanting to find out what their guardian of destiny is. I hope so. (laughs) Right away. Right away. Thank
3: you, Amy. Thank you. Thank Thank
0: you so much. That's awesome. It's awesome. A lot to think about, too. And thank you for making it so concise for us so that we can all understand it. That was really lovely. So my last question of the five is, what are a few things that resonate with you about New World Women? What made you want to become a part of the New World Women vision, Amy?
2: Um, I think that knowing that we're going into period nine, and it is about the rise of women. I And because New World Women is about women, that's really what drew me to it. And the, the depth and scope of the work that you want to do to support women, to find themselves, to step into their power, not necessarily to, to pull down men, but rather to stand as equals side by side. And, and come into an equality of power like the world has never seen before. We all know that the world is evolving. Um, the last period nine that we are in is gonna be very different than this period nine. And so it is up to women to have the confidence to stand in their power, to bring their gifts forward and be willing to speak the truths and, and uh, rule is not maybe the right word, but to help the world become an even better place to live. And I see New World Women as one of the ways to do that. That's what's yeah. spoke to me.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. And you can certainly imagine why Mecca, Sean, and I almost jumped out of our chairs when we heard you say about women and technology, because obviously we're having software developed, a mobile app, and so on. And so anyway, thank you again. That was a beautiful teaching. We're very grateful to you. And now um, I guess Mecca Page is going to tell us what we're not going to want to miss out on.
1: Well, hello everyone, it's so fabulous to see you here. Let me pull my um, screen share up and share with you what we have in store. So hang on one second Mm -hmm. here, Um, come on, let's go. Yeah, we can do this.
0: Mecca usually has about 29 tabs (laughs) open on her computer. (laughs) I know,
1: really. Okay, here we go. So first and foremost, we have, our next issue of the New World Women magazine coming out on June 21st. Can you believe it? That's gonna be a really big day for all of us, right? Because we have the summer solstice event and then we also have the New World Women magazine summer edition coming out. So we wanna remind everyone that founding mothers get early delivery and a referral link to build their friends circle. And if you're not a founding mother, you should join and become one, but (laughs) you can also go to newworldwomen.com, our homepage and sign up to view the magazine. When you do that, you'll get a link that'll take you to the spring issue. And then we will put you on the list so that you will get a link to our summer issue. And um, it's full of wonderful things. So you're not going to want to miss that. Believe me. Um, The next thing on the list is that we have our amazing software team in India working on our New World Women mobile apps. Th- this is a picture of the six women that are on our, our um, team. These are just the, I think these are just the programmers. They're not the, pro- no, no Sanjana is a project manager. So we've mm-hmm. got project managers and code writers on the team The the software development company did not put a single man on the team. And we are really proud and and excited to share that. And of course, we keep telling you all about that. But we have the two mobile apps that are coming about. One will be the regular platform for getting into New World Women. And the other one is just going to be the the special uh, marketplace. So we'll give you lots more information about that as they come together and and we get further along with, with that. The next thing is that we have started our customization of the New World Women website platform that is part of the software that has been developed, and we will begin beta testing this summer. So probably, I don't know exactly what the date is, but sometime in June, we'll start the beta testing, and that will carry on for a month or two or three, it just depends on if how many glitches or, or hiccups or feedback we get that requires fixing and changing, but we think that it is going to be a really fun process for all. Um, Dawn and Sean, do you have any, any, um, input on or comments on
3: our beta testing? For- yeah, I was, I was just going to say it might be July. Um, okay. just because we have, we still have a lot, um, to prep for the summer solstice event. And um, I think we might want to take a day or two off after that (laughs) event to just recover. And then uh, so I'm thinking it might be July. But, um, but yeah, I I love what you've said so far. And we're so, so, so excited. Yeah, we are to do this. And, oh, I know what I was going to say. And this is, this was Dawn's idea. We're going to do the beta testing more like a game. So you're going to get basically like play money <laughs> to um, pretend like you've, you know, paid for your subscription. And then everyone you invite in is going to get play money. So it's, it's kind of like a monopoly game. You get play money and then, um, People you invite in, they get play money to pay for their subscription, right? But that way, um, by doing it this way, we can, um, you can still see what your earnings would be if you were using, you know, real money to pay for your subscription. You would see what your uh, referral earnings and your points that you earn, the the profit sharing points that you earn through the various activities that you do. So we're gonna, for the first couple months, we're gonna play it like a game. And then when we are a hundred percent, you know, we feel like the site is just, it's rocking and it is ready to go. Then we will officially turn it on. We're thinking sometime like mid-September, mid to late September, somewhere in there that we'll actually officially Turn it on and then um, and then all your your earnings and everything just reset to zero. Right. So that we start fresh and um, at the official launch, but it's going to be just super fun. So we just want to play for a couple months and and make sure everything is working properly. Mm
0: -hmm. And I also wanted to add that for founding mothers and luminaries who have already prepaid for your subscription, um, your actual uh, subscription will start when we uh, actually launch. So it's not like you're going to be losing anything at all. And so as Mecca and Sean said, this way of of playing it um, uh, like, like it's a game, but it's actually giving us good data to make sure that everything is working. So I'm so beautiful.
3: excited. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. Perfect. Thank
1: you. All right. So... The next thing up is that we have our um, June 16th, third Thursday, we'll be featuring Michelle Ray, transformational coach and spiritual teacher. She'll be talking about the hidden truths about your inner light, how to shine authentically and make a difference. So please go on our website and check out what we have listed for her and see if that resonates with you and sign up for it because we would love to see you there that evening um what next Um, oh my gosh we have our summer solstice (laughs) event (laughs) we are so excited and I think that we now have I think we have 50 people Mm -hmm. so we're halfway to our goal for um for our capacity so we we could maybe take a few more than 100 but the Tickets are going fast, people, so um, be sure to sign up as soon as you can, because we want every one of you there. This is going to be a fabulous event. We have a whole day of um, ceremonies and celebrations scheduled. You can see the lineup there. You can go online and read more about each one of them. Um, We have an early bird special that ends tomorrow, so $99 for all of the things that you'll get. And believe me, that... That UV water bottle is a $50 value. So um, the rest of the stuff uh, that you're going to get on top of that, it's, you know, it's amazing. Um, After tomorrow, the the price goes up to $125 for the event. We have five sacred ceremonies, the private hospitality tent where we will enjoy lunch. We have a vegan, vegetarian and gluten-free menu planned, which we're nailing down the details on tomorrow with our um, caterer. We have a beautiful newer women tote bag, um, mini herb bag that's got 19 mm-hmm. summer herbs that we've placed in there for that are part of the herb ceremony. We have all sorts of sweet surprises. so it's just going to be a beautiful and glorious day. We hope that each and every one of you can join us and be there. Um, and we also want to share that if any of you would like to come early, Um, Sean is going to be doing a beautiful solstice, sunrise violin serenade. We would love to have you be there for that. That's at 5, well, we want you to be there at 5.15 in the morning if you can manage that. Um, And if you are inclined, we also have um, plans to uh, have a a hotel block of rooms at, at the Holiday Inn Express. We have more information about that. Please reach out to us. Some of you have probably already gotten emails Saying that that um, those are available, so uh, please get in touch with if you're get in touch with us if you would like to come to that. Um, I think that's probably it. Sean and Don, do you have anything more to add about the summer solstice? No, no. I I'm, trying, I'm looking at the clock and I see that I've got one minute left, or maybe it's it's even eight thirty. Yep. I... It's 8:30. I've run out of time. The
0: only <laughs> thing I can say is I'm trying to figure out what flowy robe I can wear that day.
3: <laughs> oh, I've got mine already picked out. <laughs> so, oh, wonderful. So, Monica, thank, thank you, you so that. much. That was beautiful. Thank, thank you for those beautiful na- announcements. And I want to thank Amy one more time. Thank you so much. I loved your teaching at was really, and like Winnie said, that was an eye opener. And Mm. um, what did she say? Absolutely refreshing and eye opening. Love it. Thank you so much, Amy, Amy. So that was, I've never heard of that, the guardians of destiny. So this was brand new information. So it just like opens up your mind. So thank you so much. That was really lovely. And I'm definitely going to go on your website and figure out (laughs) what my guardian of destiny is. Um, So Uh, If what New World Women is doing resonates with you, if you want to be part of our sacred sisterhood that learns new things like what we learned tonight from Amy Tyson, learns new things together, stays inspired, practices self-care, helps others, and our beautiful Mother Earth, consider joining our inner circle by becoming a founding mother now or a subscriber when we launch uh, this fall. and let's repeat that all the wonderful things that I just mentioned all of our subscribers and founding mothers get paid for you get paid for doing good things for yourself and for others self-care and um, learning new things yes you'll be paid in money for the three aspects of New World Women education inspiration community and practicing self-care and helping others If it's in your heart to join New World Women community, you can go to newworldwomen.com to learn more. If you have any questions, you can schedule an appointment with Dawn by scrolling to the bottom of the Founders Circle page on the New World Women website. New World Women are ready for better. Let's all claim better. Better lives, better relationships, better treatment of our beautiful Mother Earth, better prosperity for all, better futures for generations to come, better connection with one another. We thank you for who you are in the world and how you share your unique gifts. This is our time. Thank you for joining us everyone so much. We hope to see you at our next third Thursday when our guest luminary will be Uh, Michelle Ray. Yes, oh, Michelle Ray. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. So we look forward to um, seeing you then. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody.
0: Mm -hmm. Open your mics and say good night. Good night. Thank you, Amy.
1: (laughs) Thank
3: Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you. It was wonderful. Thank you
0: please visit newworldwomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first founder Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready. So women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world, a world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.